Welcome to the 48th episode of the Toledo Matters Podcast. With you, as always, is Bob Tucker, Daniel Woodcock, and myself, Nathan Lewis. Today, we are doing our very first uh, guest update episode. This is a new format that we're going to be trying to do where we have a previous guest come on and talk to us uh, about what they've been doing and, you know, how their whatever they were working on has come and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, funnily enough, we've been doing this over two years and people don't stay static and they do right. other stuff. And... Some of them have been up to some pretty cool things. Right. Yeah. And ho- yeah, hopefully, you especially know, Nick. Yeah. This one, as, this, a lot of times quite we, get, a way yeah, since... we get people that have just started something a lot of the time. So it's cool to see kind of where that went and, and, and how things are going. Yeah. Um, where are they now? So if you are a previous guest and you're listening, please reach out. If you have updates that you'd like to, um, to come on the show again and, and, uh, and then let us know, uh, yeah. we're happy to have you. But today we have Nick Morgan, who was episode seven, I believe. Yep. So for his backstory stuff, please go to episode seven and check that out because we're gonna we kind of get right into his new stuff um, today, and it was uh, I think I think it worked out really good. Yeah, it, it's nice having a guest who does improv because they can. They're, yeah, they're our, our shows are always it. much better when a comedian <laughs> is on it. <laughs> for what it's worth, when Nick had first came in, he only did one session of improv classes, and now he's like the up improv to a, king, man. Yep, he's up to a year of monthly improv shows at the Valentine Theater. Yeah, for a good time. Um, he'll tell you about them. Yeah, we talk a lot about it. It's, it's a really cool thing that sort of blossomed from from his initial stuff. So don't forget to rate and subscribe the podcast. Toledo matters. We really appreciate it. Without further ado. Episode 48, Nick Morgan. Hi, Nick. Danny, Bob. How are you, Nick? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Today we have back with us Nick Morgan. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Now, you're a return guest. What is going on there? You you were uh, with us episode seven? Yep. yep. That's Sounds correct. Right. Quite one of the early guests. Quite a while ago. Guests. Back in back in fifteen, I think it was. <laughs> fifteen. Wow. Wait, we've been doing this three years? Well, three well, years this August. Half, we okay, will. yeah, yeah. We started August wow. 15th. Still, that's yeah. crazy, right? It is. He was the first person to ever reach out to the show and say, I listen. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I listened to the and, Josh and Cooper the, episode. And the only one since. <laughs> <laughs> well, as he described our dozens of listeners as we yeah. <laughs> Any number can technically be counted in the dozens. So. Right. That's a good point. Not fewer than 12, but... Okay. Well played, Tucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a button on there when somebody makes a smart-ass comment to the guest? Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. We do have buttons now. That's a new thing. Since it's amazing. We've had a lot yeah. of technical improvements. You'll I'm notice some of the artwork is gone. Yeah. Um, we've, we've made the artwork a little, little bit more PC here. Uh, in okay. the studio. What would we lose in terms of artwork? Boobs. A, a tasteful what were their boobs? A tasteful chalk drawing of a beautiful woman. Oh, with no, no I don't clothing. remember that. You don't? Well, yeah. Maybe it, really it wasn't, wasn't very memorable. Is it still in the house? I mean, can I get a look at it before I leave? Yeah, it's in the it's in the room. <laughs> it's in the back room there. We'll I pull guess it out. we still have some. Yeah. But anyway, so so Nick, how you been doing? It's been it's been a little while. Uh, I've been doing well. Been staying busy. Uh, you guys were nice enough to have me on when I reached out to you before, and uh, lo and behold, I reached out to you again, <laughs> and uh, I was hoping to chat with you, do a sort of a where are they now update. Uh, completely out of self interest, though. We uh, it's good though. Yeah, we, we had been ticking around this idea for a little bit. Good, and it really took someone other than us three and <laughs> Ernest Brewworks beer. To tell us, hey, this is a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> nice. With a little earnest behind you, everything sounds like a good idea. <laughs> is there a button on there for the? Do box? they pay us for that? <laughs> nice. No, but I just had. So, some. real quick, for the people who 
didn't listen to episode seven like we told them to in the intro <laughs> yes. and and won't go back uh, and listen. Just a real quick, what did you talk about when you were first on the show? Yeah, absolutely. When you had me on uh, back in 2015, we were about to start our very first adult improv class at the Toledo Rep Theater. Cool. Oh, thank you. Um, Which I believe Danny is now a black belt in, correct? Danny is uh, <laughs> he's more purple. than the green belt or okay. brown belt with some stripes on it. Okay, cool. I got four four sessions under my belt. He got four sessions under his belt and some live shows and stuff. That's true. Too, right? That's, yeah, we went up to Ann Arbor a few times. It's there's been a uh, so yeah, Danny uh, uh, sort of alluding to there's been a, a bit of a community that's developed the last few years out of mm-hmm. these initial. The initial class offering, we had no real plan as to what was next <laughs> after those six weeks because we didn't know what the interest would be like. Uh, but that class filled up and uh, subsequent classes filled up as well. And we're about to start our 10th class session. Woo! Yeah, nice. that's great. And that's at the rep, right? That is at the Toledo Rep Theater. And uh, we offer three levels, uh, one, two, and three. So uh, there's an intro level. So if you have no experience, uh, you'll start the level one class. Um, and out of those classes, we connected with so many great people, yeah. talented people, uh, people that fell in love with improv and with each other, which is key to sort of, not in a weird way, Danny, <laughs> grow up, grow up. You have the beard of, of a much more mature man. But, uh, <laughs> you didn't even say anything. <laughs> You're making um, faces. But that's a huge part of, of, of how this has uh, sort of uh, continued on uh, with some upward momentum mm-hmm. is there's been a core group of people who really... Um, enjoyed improv a whole lot and each other's company yeah yep. Danny's face um and uh thank you um and out of that there are improv shows going on around town uh students I think every stu- Sunday right every Sunday there is something called an improv fun day uh yeah. that some of the students have organized on their own basically an open improv jam uh sort of a self-taught workshop um they spend a couple hours at a a small performing. I think it's a coffee shop, right? They were at a coffee shop. They're okay. now at a small performing arts space on Sylvania Avenue. Great. Um, that same group does a show at uh, Black Cloister every other Wednesday. Oh, yeah. They're there yeah. typically the first and third Wednesdays of the month. What, um, what do they call themselves? They, they are unfiltered. Or... Unfiltered. Okay. Unfiltered. So that is sort of the core group that has come out of the Toledo Rep classes. Awesome. Um, and then in addition to all that, and what I'm here to uh, talk a little more specifically about, uh, we started, myself and the other instructors from the program, do a show at the Valentine's Studio A. It's every final Friday of the month. And uh, every final Friday of the month at uh, the Valentine's Studio A. And that's, uh, we will be celebrating our one-year anniversary this coming Friday. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank First you. off, Studio A, if you ever entered the Valentine, you have not necessarily been to studio a i didn't even know there was this little side stage room that you guys have set up it's really cool it's really small it's intimate it's unique uh it's a really fun fun environment to do this sort of show that you guys do because there's a lot of there's a lot of audience involvement you guys bring a lot of people on stage you brought uh aaron's mom on stage that's right aaron my performing partner we brought her mom on stage for her birthday (laughs) she was so not ready (laughs) yes abused her with all sorts of sordid uh lines during a game called Speed Date. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, Danny, the space is... I auditioned for a play in the, in Studio A in 2012. Really? And uh, I literally said out loud to the friend I was with, I said, this space is perfect for an improv show. Um, and then wow. three years later, we were there doing a show. And it is uh, it seats 101 people. It has its own dedicated bar. Um, Which is important. Very important. Improv show. Absolutely <laughs> central. Um, 
and, and the bartenders uh, do a phenomenal job. Bartenders are amazing, um, and the staff is amazing. It's been it's really been a good setup and a good marriage. So. Is it is it better for the improv because of it's a little smaller? It's a little bit more intimate, and the people are kind Absolutely. of closer. Absolutely, it is. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. John Plank does a wonderful job with the audio tracks. He does. John night. Plank runs the sound for us. He's one of the uh, students who came through our first class and has really spearheaded the effort with Unfiltered with their outside shows. He's done a lot of work. Yeah, he's sort of kept the group together um, consistently over the last few years. So th- these Final Friday shows, um, are they're in the evening? or they're... They are. They are now at 8.30 p.m. We had been starting at 10 o'clock. Uh, and as of last month, so February was our first 8.30 show. Yeah. Um, 10 o'clock, well, it worked pretty well, and we were getting very good audiences. Uh, we sold out uh, of our first 10 shows, about half of them, maybe four of them. Right. And uh, we did find, though, when we told people the start time of the show, there was a little bit of sticker shock with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 10 yeah. o'clock was sort of tough to swallow. Um, yeah. So we've moved it up to 8.30, and it's already proven to be a, a good move. Yeah. So that's what time it is this Friday as well, then? Exactly. 8.30 cool. this Friday. And so do you just buy tickets at the door, or do you have a website, or what, what do you do? You normally would be able to get them at the door. The tickets uh, are sold by the Valentine. So if you go to valentinetheater.com, uh, you will see a link for our show, the monthly. Or walk over to the box office. Or walk over to the box office if you live nearby. <laughs> or, uh, this or show corner is, or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is trending towards selling out early this week. Um, we've only sold out one of our shows ahead of time. Uh, this will be the second one because it's our Ooh. first birthday. <clears throat> it's how we're treating it. We're getting, um, in addition to you bringing me in to chat about it, um, which, again, I can't express how much I appreciate that. Uh, the Blade will be running a story on it. The Toledo City Paper is going to do a story. Uh, we're going to do an appearance on the WTL morning show on Wednesday. Um, so oh. we're getting, we're Hopefully getting, they don't give you the, the swirly chairs. Yeah. Watch out for swirly chairs. You <laughs> I'm just not do this the aware of these. Is there a weight limit on these? No, no, they no just, but no, no. they really mess with me. Yeah. You'll just find particular. yourself swirling. Back oh, I see. They move along. Okay. When we did our interview yeah. and watch and rewatch it after all three of us are, were just, just swirling back and forth, back and forth <laughs> the entire time. And are there, totally is there not ridiculous. a place for your feet to sort of, yeah, but that just gives you better. That provides the So sort of out of nervous energy. Exactly. We were very confident, not nervous. How dare you, Nick? Yeah. No, you can be both, Danny. I, I was I, nauseous. Were you? Yeah. Oh, Nate. <laughs> see, we're audio people. Nate. I see. I, mean. I like being behind the scenes. Even in my own studio, I'm not in the room with you guys. You know That's what I mean? That's true. You're not in this room. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So um, if you're listening, it's probably Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. So get your tickets right away so that Ooh. you can get a, get, a, get a seat. Yes. Yes, yes. Get them right away. It's going to be a fun night. We are... Yeah, it, what happens at the shows? Tell us about them. Yes, absolutely. So the uh, show is stru- always structured the same. Uh, the first half of the show, we have six guest performers from Unfiltered, and they do uh, a handful of short-form improv games that myself and my two performing partners, uh, we act as hosts for those games, getting suggestions and then uh, getting uh, audience reaction to uh, divvy up points between the two teams. That Which is always very fair. The point system you guys have is top-notch. It is. It is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's fairly loose. <laughs> it's a little more subjective or Nothing objective. I never remember the difference between the two. But yeah, um, yeah so we. it's a fun little gimmick that uh, uh, adds a little bit of something to that first half. Um, so we have two three-person teams that face off against each other. Um, over the course of about 45 minutes. Then we take a short intermission. Uh, people can uh, restock at the bar, use the restroom. And then myself and my two performing partners, we do long-form improv. 
So we will get one suggestion and then do a 25 to 30 minute piece uh, based on that one suggestion. So it is a series of scenes, sometimes interrelated, sometimes not. um, But we tend to find um, as we go throughout the show, sort of random connections between the material that we're putting on stage. Now, what would be an example of that that you've done? I'm just curious. Of the connections? Uh, Of like... The suggestion in which so uh, our last show the uh, suggestion um, oh my goodness what was it oh I don't remember I forget it as soon yeah. as you guys start they get they get like a word like yeah. um, elephant right. and then all of Potato. a sudden all of a sudden yes. they're shopping Nate, at the I'm mall up, yeah. and pfft. yeah so it's it, it serves as a jumping off point uh, our very first show I actually remember that suggestion the suggestion was blender. Okay. <laughs> and we just walk down. We say, thank you for sticking around. Can we have a suggestion of anything at all? And yeah. the first word that's yelled out, that uh, that is our, um, and this is to address a question Bob asked me the first time I appeared, because I, I still think about this, that I didn't actually answer this question. Bob asked if we get a suggestion of potato, which is why you heard Nate uh, sneak that in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, will we see a 30-minute show about potatoes? Yeah. And the answer is no. So, uh, so Blender was the suggestion. And then the three of us immediately are uh, individually sort of separate from each other, spinning around stage as if uh, inside a blender um, (laughs) and actually being the blender. And then we start to throw information out about um, what we're blending, what brand we are. We just, it's just at this point, it's all about providing information that we can pull from during the show. Um, And then we start to get a little more sort of... uh, um, conceptual instead of just information about a blender it's um i you know i'm the blender that was received for a a wedding that marriage and ended three years later in divorce (laughs) so now we've it's a we've used this suggestion of blender yeah to introduce this piece of information about a divorce and odds are during the show there's probably going to be a scene inspired about you're going to see a married couple fighting um and they may or may not reference this gift they got, and but so somebody's because we the blender exactly and... right. Cool. So because we introduced that information, now it's fair game to be implemented in the show, right? And, um, and so it's it's a hard thing to describe, right? For Danny's me. been there. I don't know if you'd be able to describe what a long form piece looks like. You just have to come see it. Yeah, I mean, for all yeah. intents and purposes, and it's this always is a different. comedy show, yeah. right? This is it's this is that yeah, yeah. To be funny. It yeah. is yes, completely a comedy show. Okay, yeah. it starts out about a blender, and then all of a sudden, twenty minutes later, you forget that. Oh shoot, these guys were a blender fifteen yeah. minutes ago, and then all of a sudden, bam, your reference back. Yeah, it has like a life to it. So yeah, it sort of yeah. kind of grows out of what what it exactly. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so yeah, they're hard, and even uh, the short form. Even though people have seen like whose line is it anyway, um, so you can tell them Greg that's poops. what we do. And uh, yeah, that's right, Greg Proops. Um, <laughs> if you come see a show and you were to walk out and try and tell somebody about something funny <laughs> that happened in the show, it really it, it is the ultimate. You have to be there, sort of. Yeah, right. It yep. happens in the that joke moment. Only plays if you saw it. The yeah. whole the whole cycle. It, exactly. Um, and there's something about the spontaneity of it that gives it sort of that extra mustard if you will right and uh so without that um if you're just being told about the show it just it doesn't make sense yeah you can't deliver the one-liners that you have you have to feel the awkwardness building up to to. that yes probably a big hurdle in the improv industry in general (laughs) just to not being able to describe how fun it is or you know what you're going to experience you're absolutely right and the other hurdle will be uh there's a lot of improv happening across the country and around the world now it's sort of uh 
it's grown quite a bit. It's a movement. It's a movement. Yeah, it's a it's it's a revolution, <laughs> an improv revolution. No, it uh, all started right here on this show. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Thanks to us. Yep, no, we invented no. improv in 2015. <laughs> no. um, so there are uh, people are exposed to some very bad, awkward improv shows, and I have I have been. And sometimes that's hilarious. It can I enjoy it personally because yeah. I understand their struggle. And, yeah, but see, that's the sort of thing. Like yeah. it's probably funnier when you know why it's bad. Yes. Right, and yeah. you can recognize. Oh, this is bad. Yeah. I mean, even like. So I'll, I come like to most the of these if on. I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even the, the, the awkwardness of like, ooh, I, someone on stage not knowing that joke, everyone in the audience can feel like yeah. the hilarity that's ensuing because uh-huh. of the little bit of struggle that they're having up there. Yeah. And it's just so funny. Myself, having done this a little bit, like I see that side of it, but I notice most of the audience members are not people that I know from the classes or from yeah. the rep or from yeah. the shows. Yeah. And they all, somehow we all get the, yeah. the hilarity get behind yeah. it. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been, the audiences have been amazing. Um, the uh, the feedback, I mean, this has far exceeded, the classes, first and foremost, far exceeded our expectations and continue to. And uh, when we started these shows, we didn't know what to expect. And it's been, it's been amazing. It's really been an amazing run. And it's, it's, been predicated on on connecting with some really amazing performers. I mean, Aaron Canary, who I perform with, is mm-hmm. um, I spent <laughs> yes, give her another one. Um, and uh, uh, we recently added uh, Diana De Pasquale, um, who has stepped in uh, more than admirably for Martin Verney, who was uh, Danny's improv <laughs> teacher. He was. Yeah, Martin Verney was an original performer in the show and one of our original teachers, and he is no longer actively involved. But uh, connecting with these people in Toledo, Ohio, of all places, uh, they're <laughs> the mo- uh, uh, three of the most talented improvisers I've ever seen or performed with after having spent 10 years in Chicago and D.C. I mean, they're just they're really incredible. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Nick, what else have you been up to? I know that sure. you started a whole business around improv. Is that correct? I did. I'd say it's a, other than the lessons at the rep. Other than the lessons at the rep, so very much a uh, side business at this point. But uh, I started a company uh, called Improvable Solutions, um, which great has turned name. out to be it's it's a great name when you hear it, but when you see it, people don't know what the hell it says. So, <laughs> and it spelled out the word improv, and then a plus sign, and then the word able, and then solutions. Um, uh, so I tried to make it uh, understandable, but so that. Uh, it it acts as a uh, the vehicle through which we produce the show at the Valentine, um, but I also use it to teach uh, improv workshops to different professional groups. So I've worked with the staff at the public library. I've ran them through an improv workshop. I uh, recently spoke and did a workshop with the uh, Toledo area chapter of the Association for Talent Development, which is just a <laughs> Um, it's an incredibly long acronym. It's a funny um, name in yeah. itself. The GT, GT, what is it? GTAC ATD. Oh my gosh. Um, and the library is the TLCPL. That's right. Um, <laughs> and uh, I worked with a Division II college baseball team. I ran their <laughs> entire team through an hour improv workshop. Um, and uh, it, it's, I'm finding that uh, I'm, I've become a true believer that improv has practical applications. 
without um, a doubt. And you, you should yeah. uh, you should get into getting like dungeon and dragon no. masters to come because basically a dungeon <laughs> master is all improv the whole time. Is that right? Yeah, you're just basically coming up with the reality on the fly for the most part. So I think yeah. improv would make you better at that. For their, sure. uh, their classes are getting more and more specialized. So I think if you offered something like that, it would fill up. People for would sure. come if there was improv yeah. for D&Ders. For sure. Um, Second City in Chicago is starting to... Uh, get really specific in their class offerings like improv for 35 and over and <laughs> improv for anxiety improv and... for dealing with your wife when you get home from work <laughs> that's right um uh so it's uh there I, I think you're absolutely right i think that would uh, something like that would play quite well but uh uh so in addition to being sort of a team building exercise these improv workshops uh we try and take some of the lessons that uh are the driving forces behind improv as a performance art and apply them to uh, scenarios in the workplace, communication, active listening. Yeah, public like speaking. I mean, just yeah. getting in front of people and doing yeah. wacky things just would make you better at being yeah. comfortable in those situations. Honestly, so. one of the most, yeah. one of the simplest lessons I've ever learned, and it was from you, yeah. was to say yes and. So instead of uh, like at work, oftentimes we have creative differences. Mm -hmm. Instead of just by very simply, instead of saying but. Instead of saying yes, and it could be this way, I can. I've found that people are a lot more receptive to feedback. Sure. So if I need something to look a certain way, it uh, the designer might think it's amazing, but I need it a certain dimension. If if I say the word yes, that is great, and I need it to look in this d dimension, I could not believe the the simple change in lesson like my second lesson of improv how <laughs> yeah. much that affected me at work oh, I remember going yeah. home and talking to Chad and Matt Tillum about it and mm -hmm. I was like I cannot believe this yeah well yeah. that's amazing that's an amazing testimony so uh, <laughs> we uh, uh, put that on the back afterwards. of the box yeah. I will <laughs> um, and it's true yeah I think it's I think uh, that's absolutely yeah. believable so if me and my coworkers want to do some improbable solutions where can we find you improbablesolutions.com Great um, URL. That's on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is there a plus sign in there too? Or? There is no plus no, sign I in the URL. That. Yeah. Oh, okay. Improbable yeah. solution. So it looks like improvable, but it's <laughs> improbablesolutions.com. Great. Um, and there's essentially my contact info and just a slight overview of what the workshops cover. Uh, I wouldn't call it uh, the most dynamic website in the world. Uh, I did it myself on uh, wix.com and. Uh, I am a failed accountant. So you can imagine <laughs> sort of uh, from a graphic design standpoint and functionality uh, what the website looks like. So it is, I'd say, a couple of notches above the current Space Jam website, which oh. is still active, by the way. I'm sure Nate is aware of that. Nate, Space, do you remember the movie Space Jam with I Michael do. Jordan? I do. I didn't realize it had a their, bad website. Their though. original website is still live. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I think I, I hope Bob's Space pulling it Jam. up right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's their original website. So anyway. improbablesolutions.com. Yeah, thanks, Check Shandy, out for getting me back on track. It's my job. Check out the monthly <laughs> at the rep. Uh, once the monthly a month. is at the Valentine. Oh, sorry. Check out the monthly at the Valentine. Oh, that is a bad website. Yeah. Check out the monthly at the Valentine. It's coming <laughs> up this Friday at 8.30. Tickets are almost, if not sold out by this point. That's right. Um, it's going to be a good time. Bartenders yep. are great. One thing we like to ask everyone, and I know we've asked you, sure, but have you found any new Toledo hidden gems since we've seen you last time? That's a great question. I, as when you mentioned that beforehand, uh, again, we did not, not this was totally. Yeah, we surprised. just sprung that on you, completely surprised. Right, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure Nate, Nate can edit that out. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, not uh, again. This is not a uh, discovery I made or new to the masses of Toledo, but uh, something new that my wife and I uh, have started to enjoy is. 
the authors author series that the library oh yeah has. they oh, had man. alan alda come in we saw alan alda did we you saw, really? yeah ron chernow who wrote hamilton um and uh, for the bigger names like that, there's there's a fee attached to it. They might all have a fee, but it's usually $20 for the big names, so it's quite reasonable. And those are at the Stranahan when they expect a big crowd. And then uh, some of the lesser-known names that come through are either free or maybe half price, like $10. And mm-hmm. those, are, those are at the McMaster Center um, at the main branch. And it's been great. Yeah, just really interesting people that come in and speak. Um, any idea what they're going to do when the library downtown closes? Are they going to hold that elsewhere? Uh, is that happening? Yeah. yeah Labor Day. Like a year. For a yeah. year. They're doing oh, renovations. Really? Like eight and a half million dollars. And to end the, end the show on a downer. On a downer. A Toledo institution. Uh, yeah. it, it's not a downer. They're I heard there's, I, I heard there's going to be a pretty banging party before that place closes down. Danny, why don't oh, you really? tell us about that? <laughs> Where can one get tickets and how much are they? <laughs> You'll have to tune in next time. Nick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the the authors author series uh, is pretty amazing, um, and uh, I'm sure there are some I'm forgetting, but uh, we uh, yeah, that's, that's we, good. Yeah, we're uh, we've we've continued to fall deeper in love with the city. We love living here, and that's great. Um, and I, I'm sure a lot large part of that is uh, now having a vested stake in it um, with sure. our little yep. sort of very small slice of the pie with the comedy, comedy yep. stuff. So. Cool. So improbablesolutions.com. That's right. The monthly at the Valentine. That's Check right. it out. Valentinetheater.com. Tickets are 10 bucks. Get them right now because they're going to sell out quick. Yep. That's so nice. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, appreciate you bet, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for coming in. Yeah, so good to talk to you, man. You too. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the first update episode of the Toledo Matters podcast, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>